Welcome to IBM Partners in AI Innovation. This is a unique podcast that focuses on two areas of how artificial intelligence has been put into practice. First of all, how ecosystem partners across Europe, Middle East, and Africa are playing a role in innovating around AI. And then secondly, how they're doing so with trust and responsibility. Joining me today on the podcast is Oscar Doubledale and Annika Doubledale. Oscar is the CEO of Migrato and Annika is one of the data scientists working there. So guys, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, David. Welcome. Okay, great. Uh, Oscar, first of all, as well as joining mm-hmm. the podcast, I'd like to thank you because you're a new partner, right? You joined IBM yes. Partner Plus last year. So thank you very much, Partner Plus. If you don't know the program yet, everyone was our new program reimagined at the beginning of 2023. So one year in as I speak to Oscar today. So a lot of buzz, a lot of hype, a lot of success over the last year, particularly lots of new partners joining us. So delighted that one of those here is Magranto. So, but I wanted to zoom in here. Obviously, this podcast is focused on artificial intelligence. So I wanted to know a little bit from you, Oscar, how did you get started on your AI journey with IBM? It, it started when I, I joined a, uh, uh, an event in the Netherlands organized by an IBM partner called Novadoc, where I bumped in to an old Xerox colleague. <laughs> he's working now with IBM. Right. And he, he got engaged with me and he spoke to me and said, I know what you're doing and you should become an IBM partner. And then I was grabbing my mind and said, as Migrato becoming an IBM partner, what do you mean? And so we started an engagement early uh, next year. He explained what the IBM Partner Plus program is, which is completely different than what I used to know about partner programs from American companies. He says, okay, I'm going to join because yes, what we do in Migrato is completely AI based. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And how did the experience start for you? Because I, I, I know that you got involved with some of our Build Lab team, right? Who are a specific team focused on working with partners to embed artificial intelligence, yeah, like well, IBM's AI, into your partner solutions. We, we first went to an, an event in uh, in IBM Amsterdam, which was presented by IBM colleagues over there. And they taught us in one day that it should be possible to create more or less an integration between IBM, NLP stuff, and our application. And guess what happened? It could be done more or less within that one day. So we got enthusiastic uh, and say, I, I, I said to Joost, yeah, the IBM colleague in the Netherlands, and this is what we need. Can you help us? And more or less at exactly that moment, the build lab was becoming alive and said, we have a great opportunity for you. you we engage you with the build lab. I have no clue what the build lab was, but we started an engagement and off we went with Annika and some other colleagues for one week. And it happened. Mm-hmm. And can you tell us a little bit about sort of the, the solution there? How did uh, the IBM technology fit into yeah. complement what you yeah, the, were the, doing? The, the Mirato solution is much bigger than what we currently do from integrating the IBM components. So we, we start with a company, uh, an organization, um, which has sometimes thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of documents residing somewhere on a network drive, all document management system, 
old digital archive or whatever it can be. And they are facing regulations like yep. you have to clean up. Yep. You have to, oh, by the way, we are going to the cloud. So can you reduce more or less your storage a little bit? We hardly know anymore what we have in all those documents. So we build an environment where we can clean up, deduplicate, classify, meta, engage with metadata for all those documents. Yes, one of the laws in the Netherlands is also you need to be able to cope with the privacy law. Right. So you need to identify those documents which are privacy critical. And that's where we got the engagement starting. Because what we saw from the IBM perspective is that they have very great natural language processing AI embeddable tools. A long sentence, but it's, it's what we needed. If we needed those tools to more or less take the next step in our software development to help our customers. Yeah, and, and actually it's a big theme of our podcast and mm -hmm. looking at how do you bring AI into real world business mm -hmm. applications, mm -hmm. but do so responsibly. Mm -hmm. right? and, and obviously with trust and then that whole area of data privacy is such a critical yep. issue. Mm -hmm. We know mm -hmm. pretty much across every country, yep. but particularly mm -hmm. in those mm -hmm. countries who are under mm -hmm. EU regulations. Mm -hmm. So incredibly important here. Could you talk to us? I, I mean, you're a relatively small company. Yep. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a little bit bigger. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so, so it may not be, uh, you know, people may be listening out there and mm -hmm. thinking, well, okay, I'm a small company. Well, why, why should it well, deal with IBM? Yeah. They're a big company and I'll, I'll get lost here. But <laughs> no, could no. you tell us a little more about the actual uh, that, practical well, experience? Yes, we are a small company and number of employees. Uh, we got that question many, many times. And we also answer it also a little bit differently. So we are not counting our employees. We are counting the number of laptops we have running for you yeah. or for our customers yeah. in the Netherlands. So usually we have multiple laptops running to do the classification, the cleanup and all those stuff because it's somewhere in the cloud and it needs to be on premise, etc. Right. So we have hundreds of laptops running. In essence, all those laptops is maybe one employee. Mm. Yeah, okay. That's another way of thinking about size. Yeah, no, and fair enough. Fair enough. But it was your first experience mm. yes. working with IBM. So yes. sort of what would you say to a prospective new partner who might be listening in today? It might not be thinking as you mm. were, but mm. IBM, well, mm -hmm. what, what should I do with them, right? So what made the trick for us in becoming an IBM partner was the IBM Partner Plus program and the presentations we got in the beginning, also usually in the Netherlands, say IBM is changing. IBM is changing from what I used to know from my old background, from a hardware reseller to a partner first initiative program. And yes, you saw it happening. And yes, when I asked questions to my colleagues or the IBM colleagues in the Netherlands, they responded, which was even not heard of. Yes, I also worked for two of those not very large American companies. And I used also to work in the partner development environment in those companies. And I never responded to them. But this was different. Yes, I got a response. We got answers. We got a build lab. We got these programs. And that, that, that was incredible. Mm -hmm. I just want to turn to Annika for mm -hmm. a second. So Annika, you're a data scientist, mm -hmm. right? So I, I call data scientists, right, by the way, they're, they're mm -hmm. the rock stars of the AI, yes. uh, the AI, AI era, right? Uh, so welcome to a rock star here. But uh, Lanika, 
how was your practical experience working with you know some of the IBM uh, technical experts? Well, my experience mainly is done with the build lab. Yeah, exactly. Looking stuff up online myself, there's a lot of websites for IBM. I did not know where to start. So I was very happy that we got to the build lab because they just gave us a document of like, follow these steps. They showed us and I could recreate it myself. So we had like one hour in which they explained and then I got to work after that myself. And if I had questions, I could email the build lab people directly and they would respond within 30 minutes. So at the end of the week, we had actually more than we wanted. And actually the knowledge that I gained from that week, I've been reusing it now because we're starting to look at what else can we do? So what's there was more. It's actually a big great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fantastic. And, and I, I think really the lesson here is it doesn't matter how you might measure the size of the company. There, There's huge demand. And, and particularly in your case, you, you're looking at the financial services, yep. the insurance mm-hmm. industry. There's huge demand from organizations to really understand how they can put AI into mm-hmm. practice, but you've got to start with the hard work around the data, right? And all of the governance and trust that you need to mm-hmm. put around that data. So I think we also saw here the lesson too about co-creation together, right? You're working with IBM experts in our build lab with you mm-hmm. and bringing your skills, your knowledge, your existing customer base and expertise together with our technology and our experts. And we can create, yeah. Great things together, and I think that's where the innovation comes. Yeah, in. that, 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 that's also a little bit the difference we have with Migrato is we we know more or less the solution part. Y- yes, you know the technology. The technology should be great, and it should be working, etc. But translating that technology into a solution, yeah. which fits into a government body or an insurance company, that's also a little bit make it special. And that's what we do also in Migrato. So we we translate more or less. Okay. We build technology, but we also know how to promote and market and deploy it. Yep. That's well said. That's a great place for us to end. Well said. Uh, thank you, Oscar. Thank you, Annika, for joining me today on the podcast. Great. Looking forward to next time. See you. Thank you.